everybody. Happy Sunday, fun day. This your favorite trainer, the twerking trainer, the Southern Bell, Selena with Shape Your Fit Cast. As you know, it's November, Men's Mental Health Awareness Month. I got my brother from another, another brother from another. I got a few of them now. I got a, I got a whole gang of them. Thomas Hannon. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you, Selena. Thank you. I love the energy. Yes, thank you. I love yours too. How we doing today? What's going on with you? Just doing chores around the house. It's Sunday. I know. <laughs> I just got your ass over there working out shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ms. Mental Health. Yeah, go on in there, clean that kitchen. Go on in there, clean that kitchen. I love it. I love it. Y'all, this brother here, this this my brother from another time. So we are going to um I'm going to allow him to introduce himself a little bit. Tell everybody a little bit about him. Now, he he do more than just clean the house now. He do a little bit more than that. So, we're going to let him go ahead and tell us, introduce yourself a little bit about, you know, tell us a little bit about you. Uh, so, my name is Thomas Hannon. Uh, they call me Tom Bomb. Um, I'm 29 years old. I'm married with three beautiful daughters. And I'm happy and healthy and glad to be here. Um, I've been in management on the railroad for about three years now. Okay. Um, that's where a lot of my focus comes in, a lot of my self-motivation. Um, mm-hmm. That's where my speaking points come from. So if I feel like I'm trying to lead somebody or trying to mentor somebody, please forgive me. <laughs> no, uh-uh, this your segment because that's what you're here for. That's that what you're here for. So you just naturally just got that leadership spirit about you. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's, that, that's how I'm, I'm viewing it. So I'm pretty sure everybody else is going to feel the same way. Well, thank you so much for the intro, and um, we're going to ask Tom Bomb here some questions, and um, I hope everybody, and this is not just for the men, but just everybody, and I always say this, uh, I hope everybody can take something from, you know, the whole thing about mental health, you know, because I'm a big advocate on it, I don't play with it, and I love the fact that whenever I speak, it, you know, invites people and, you know, helps them in some kind of way. You know what I mean? So. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So for, okay, so this is what I always speak about. Mental health, is, it's been around for a long time. But as we know, for a few years, you hear about it more and more and more as if it's a new thing when it's really not. So a few years, mental health has been has been my why, you know, basically for the lifestyle change with Shape Your Path Fitness. Because I tell people it ain't just working out and eating. You know, everything is mental, you know. So the root of my business, of the, you know, is basically the whole mental health aspect because everything you do is mental. Everything. You got to have your mind into something if you really want to make a change. You know what I'm saying? So for me, November is more than it's more than Thanksgiving and, and you know and being festive not to take away from that because I like to eat my turkey macaroni and cheese and all that stuff too but it's just now whenever you see so many men that's just they're coming out now day in day in a day out about mental health and how they wasn't able to you know they had to suppress their feelings and stuff like that so now that is, I guess it's being more well known about men and their mental health. What is your insight on the men's mental health during this month and throughout any time of the year? What's your aspect on it? I guess the biggest thing that I want to hit on is the holidays come up 
we all got a chance to chill. We all got a chance to be calm. You get a little bit more time off work, you a little bit more time with family. Uh, right. For a lot of us, that's not always the best thing. I mean, you're looking at um, an individual who has the house, who has the ability to have the spread, who has the uh, potential to have everybody at the gathering at his house. So mm. in the midst of that, you know, you got, oh, we need this clean. Oh, we got to go buy this. Oh, we need yep. this. Oh, we need that. Um, and then the, sh- the holidays actually become more stressful for that that man that's leading that. That part. Um, so a lot of people take the calmness and they take the extra time with their family and they have a chance to recollect, regroup and go back to work. Yeah. Um, I don't have those same opportunities and I can't speak for every man. I hope for I'm, I hope I'm speaking for a few. Right. Um, I grew up where uh, Thanksgiving was at my house. My grandma took the lead on that and uh, mm-hmm. my parents did not necessarily take the lead on that. So me becoming um, of age really quick, um, mm-hmm. 16 years old, time to be a man. That's when my first daughter was born. That was when the holidays started. That's when I had to be involved in the holidays. Gotcha. Um, so that is a topic that a lot of people don't want to talk about. And, and I think that I have an emotional connection to it because I know that I'm going to I'm going to get burnt out and then I'm going to have to bounce back and go right back to work and get right back to work. Time to clock in. That's right. Time to clock in. Time, time, time to get the job done. So you became a dad age of 16 and then you had to like you said, you you then had that pressure on you. How did you balance it? Or did um, you I know definitely, how? I will be completely bold face honest. I didn't, I didn't mm. um, balance it. I just lit a fire under my ass and then I just tried to get everything done um, yeah. instead of just realizing, Hey, take a step back. I mean, you yeah. got the, you've already put in the work to get the house. You've already put in the effort to make sure everybody's fed. You already put in the effort to make sure everybody's coming over. Um, but then that's when being married comes into play and then you got to yeah. take into consideration all the things that your spouse is doing all the things mm-hmm. that your loved one's doing in the background sending mm-hmm. out the facebook invites making yeah. the grocery list um telling you lot, everything man. you need to do you can't prioritize it all by yourself you can That's try right. but if you don't lean on the people around you and talk about the things that are actually pressing on your mind you ain't gonna have a breakthrough Um, I don't know. As a kid, who was Tom and how, how was, or like, how, how was the upbringing or the mentality for you as a child? Um, so coming up, um, I was raised by my grandma. Uh, my mom had me very early on. Uh, my mom actually had me when she was 13 years old. Um, so my grandma held it down. Um, she taught me manners, correction, um, and she was my sole provider. Um, around nine or 10, grandma passed away. Uh, oh, my father got locked up and did a two year bid. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of left me in charge um, without oh, wow. even knowing that you were going to be in charge. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it was something that was just that just fell on you. and You had to step it up. And then being a man, that's like you got to being the man of the house. You had to really, you know, fill them shoes like, OK, well, let me let me get it together. Huh? That's when that perfection kicks in. That's when you think that you got to do everything right. You can't fall back. There's nobody to fall back on. You are the fallback. Mm-hmm. Um, except your grandma passed away. Dad got locked up. 
looked around. <laughs> Shit, it was me, my mom, my little brother. And then uh, I had a hustle before I knew it. Um, I was nine or I was nine or ten still. It might have been a little bit after grandma passed, maybe eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got a paper route. I didn't get a paper route to uh, entertain myself after school. I have plenty plenty of bad things to go get into. Um, mm-hmm. But I definitely focused on the paper route, and that's how I paid the OPPD bill and the MUD bill at the age of ten. Wow! Um, so Tom Bomb been hustling out here. <laughs> I couldn't always focus on on school, and um, this topic will lead into our next topics, I believe. But I couldn't always focus in school, um, and I, you know, was constantly having fights, constantly having issues in school, outside okay. of school, same same. Um, and then doctors started to step in. You know, mom's like, man, something's wrong with this little dude. He's he's wound up like a yo-yo. Yeah. Um, and then the first thing um, that the doctors want to do is prescribe you a pill, prescribe yep. you some medicine, tell you something's wrong with you. Um, so they can fix you. Yeah. And they don't talk about uh, how often you're exercising, how often you're eating. Um, are you eating? Do you have food at home? They don't go into that. They just say, they just take say this, oh, something wrong with better. them. Give them this medicine. Go pay this bill. Come back. We'll give you some more medicine. Yeah. Yep, gave me gave me my vice at 10 years old. Wow. Wow. Ooh, okay. So yes, I told this, you it was going to get deeper. I love it. <laughs> That's you know what? And I'm grateful that you're sharing this. I know we spoke. I was like, hey bro, I need to have you on. Like, would you you know, you, you just gave me a little bit, and then I said, Okay, we gonna we we gonna we're gonna let you tell the story. Okay, so for those who don't know, Tom is from uh, <coughs> the south side of Omaha. South side, a lot of gangs and all of that stuff, right? So from the neighborhood of where you grew up in and being gang affiliated, because this, you know, like you just said, like a, your behaviors and stuff, like the fights and all of that, right? Being gang affiliated, yep. how did you deal with the emotions? And then, but then on top of that, because like you said, the age of, you know, 10 years old, you was out here, you was working. You was getting, mm-hmm. you was getting a paycheck. You was on the paper route paying uh utility bills putting food on the table so how did yep. you deal with the emotions or were you just raised to suppress them based off your surroundings and then on top of that being you know given this responsibility to man up um i definitely uh always stayed busy um mm-hmm. i tried not to uh entertain those emotions i tried not to I, I didn't want to know what being sad was i didn't want to right. know what being depressed was i you didn't know about no know mental what, health yeah but i'll tell you one thing that i knew wholeheartedly i was an angry child and i was an angry man um mm-hmm. it was really easy i mean we're, we're 90s kids i mean right. it was the raiders gear the spray paint and uh, i was affiliated by my surroundings i had a fuck mm-hmm. you attitude this the street lights did not pertain to me um right. but I would say between the the work after work <laughs> and then yeah. um, my escape was spray painting. Uh, mm-hmm. Spray painting was great. It was an outlet. It was an escape. Um, but you do run into other crews. You run into uh, other problems, you know, mm-hmm. and you get crossed in different paths. Um, but I'll definitely say that I had a choice between spray painting a wall, getting my name up, and being known in 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 the uh, in the streets as the kid painting his name all over the neighborhood, or I had mm-hmm. a choice to go gangbang. Um, I chose to spray paint, and uh, 
I would say it still led to the same the same shit. Even if I would have gangbanged, even if you would have got jumped in and got gangbanged, you still you still was involved just because of that's yeah. where you were, the, the neighborhood yeah. and all of that. Mm. Yeah, and I had to pick up the phone and call my people from time to time. You know, um, right? Come save my ass. Come bail me out. I'm about I'm about to get ran up on. Um, right. They took my cans. They took my bag. Come come help me. We got to go find them. It so that, that was your mental thing. health outlet. And like you said, you didn't know about mental health, but you just knew it was something that you liked to do and it helped you. That's and right. they came and they took that from you. And it was like, well, let, let me let me make this phone call. Coo, coo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's real though. Dang. Okay. Keep talking. Keep talking. Keep talking. Um, it, it resulted in me being distant from those individuals. Mm-hmm. But I still had close partners in the game. So um, I never went without. Right. So if I needed something, I had that. It, it was hard. But I could yeah. pick up the phone and say, hey, I'm, I'm out on this. Give me this. Yeah. Um, and they would bounce back every time. So mm-hmm. in turn of, of getting, you know, a little bit of revenue here, a little bit of get rid of here, um, led me to be exposed to somebody that I believed loved me yeah i mean they'd have my back crystal clear right yeah um, a lot of that switched when they realized that i was super loyal um the okay. game's changed um loyalty is almost frowned upon i don't understand it i'll never be able to comprehend it me neither but you take the individual that's most loyal to you uh use and abuse them uh they're gonna they're gonna blossom and they're gonna take over what you're trying to accomplish Mm. Um, so as mad and as as sideways as I got that I was being, you know, um, undermined because of my loyalty, I took that and I built what I have now as my kingdom. Oh, let's talk about the kingdom. <laughs> I share it. Um, my domain is everything I didn't have. Mm. Um, if I got I just got to have the essentials um the essentials are having food in the fridge as necessary yeah um, bills are paid we ain't behind on nothing I ain't got nobody knocking on my door amen um, I ain't got nobody you know calling to tell me that the lights are gonna get cut out and I gotta tell them I'll pay them on the 33rd you know what I mean right 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 uh, and it's really just the essentials that I focus on um, and I took baby steps. Um, we started in a basement um, mm-hmm. with, the, with the first baby, a little two-bedroom basement. Um, and then I just wanted an apartment really, really bad. Um, yeah. When I was 17, I couldn't I couldn't even sign for my own apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, we had to grind that out. Um, and then we, you know, moved into the apartments. And I mean, we stayed in the apartments for five, six years. And I still felt like that wasn't, en- that wasn't enough for me. Right. Uh, I'm sure that was enough for everybody else around me. Because mm-hmm. um, it was it like, oh, he got his own. He got a roof over his head and it said his name. Yeah, but I that ain't never enough. find the balance point of being satisfied. Mm. Uh, and then I'm we eventually uh, we purchased the house that we live in today. Very um, beautiful home. And it's, thank oh, you. oh, so a very beautiful home. Love it. And it's just when you walk in, it's just like, oh, it just feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> That's just it. Like yeah. I want my house to be the Kool Aid house. That's uh, I right. To the Kool Aid house as my kingdom. Um, yeah. I mean, if you're, if you got youngsters running around the neighborhood and you know they're without something, 
they can always come here and get it. And exactly. the reason that I say that and do that is because I had that outlet and I mm-hmm. had those individuals that would do that for me. They were just doing the bad shit in the background. And gotcha. over here, it's wholesome. It's real. Um, it's, mm-hmm. I'm not going to come and go. I'm not going to hold it over your head. Um, right. I just, I just want my kingdom to be everything I didn't have as a child. So, I love it. Um, again, being in the house and then being able to wake up in the morning and get in a car that starts, um, mm. you know, bouncing from car to car, car issues, all the things that come in between uh, when yeah. you're trying to raise a family at a young age. Um, I can say today, you know, I have a house, I have mm-hmm. a mortgage at that, and I nice. have, I have two cars that are gonna get me to work, get me where I need to be, and uh, mm-hmm. my kids are happy, my kids are healthy, and um, I hope I'm making the right impact on their lives to make decisions yeah, they like so I sweet. did. They just be smiling and everything. <laughs> I'm like, put y'all over there laughing. They just be laughing, smiling, and they give the best hugs. Oh my god, even the baby, baby, she get. They just get the best hugs. Mm, so now, as a a husband who has established his domain, his peace, father, husband of three beautiful young queens, you know, young ladies, what experiences did you face? Like in between, you know, like the the basement, then you got your own apartment. You know, what what happened that fostered you to who you are today? What happened? Um, the resilience. Um, being told no, being told mm-hmm. you can't do it, uh, being told you're too young, being told that every single person that's done this before you has failed. Mm-hmm. Um, I just did not, I, I'm not going to entertain it. I ain't going to listen to it. Right. Uh, so that's what led me to chase it. Um, right now, um, currently, my my youngest one gives me an opportunity to correct all the things um, that I didn't do with my first child. Um, mm-hmm. A little bit more uh, time aside when just going to the park, just going for walks. Um, right. That a little bit more time. gentle. Yeah, yeah, gentle understanding. Um, obviously, I have three daughters. Um, mm-hmm. And I was raised with boys. So, right. The, man, get up, get over it, get off, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. drop it, kick it. You're better than that. Um, right don't show no emotion suck it up and go i do i still tell this day do that to my kids and i gotta wind myself back and go man maybe i should just go back and talk let's just go have that conversation one more time and make sure that i can't take anything else away from it yeah um i love it so you 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 do you do self-assessments which is good you're like you know well let me let me reflect back on this you know what i'm gonna go back and revisit that i love it yeah but if we talk about self-reflection for a minute um Obviously, we talk about being young. I did not have uh, my teenage years. Mm-hmm. Um, I would honestly sit here and say that I probably didn't even have my 20s. Mm. Uh, and the nightlife and getting out there and being wild and crazy. I mean, I lived for Friday nights. Yeah. Um, I lived for my weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, and that led to um, addiction uh, really, really fast. Um, okay. Self-reflection is super important to me because in the morning um, with an addiction, you have your rituals, you have uh, when you do it, how you do it, why you do it. Um, that became, um, uh, I, I don't feel good. Oop, this will make me feel better. Oop, okay. I, got, I, can, I can lean on this. This will make me do this. Or I feel better when I'm like this. 
And um, that all stimulates back to what I said in the very beginning. Um, nine or ten years old, a doctor telling you something's wrong with you, giving you advice, giving you something that actually does make you feel a little better. You mm-hmm. don't you don't stop seeking that after taking it for so long. Because you want to uh, get that you want to get that high back. You want to get right. that fit. You, you want to keep it going. Right. So uh-huh. one of one of the things that I learned, um, the 29th, I'll be seven months sober. I'm six months sober currently. Congratulations. Um, hey, let's you. clap on that. Hey, hey, hey. I love it. Uh, I'll take the next 24. I say it all the time. You can only do it one day at a time. You can only do it one pace at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, so every morning, um, and I usually don't do it on the weekends. Maybe I should make that a no. Um, I do a self-reflect, 30-minute reflection when I start my day on Monday. I sit in my office. Um, I think about the tasks that I have. I think about mm-hmm. the people that are going to be involved in those tasks. And I think about the way that I'm going to speak to them. Um, I think um, I want to put this in the forefront for the fellows out there, man. It's not what you say. It's how you say it. Mm, speak on it. It's not what you say. It's how you say it. Um, you could twist anything. Um in, in reverting back to addiction. I mean, think think about it when you didn't have the money or you, you had to pick up or you had to re-up or you owed somebody money. Mm-hmm. Um, you could figure that all out real, real quick. <laughs> but you okay. But you can't do that in, in everyday life when, when you call, you know, call whoever you need to call and manipulate the situation until you get what you need. You were able to do that real easy. But when it comes to speaking to people and you need um, to get something done, you need to lean back on the power of persuasion. Oh, uh, I don't believe for one second that anybody wants to get up and and, uh, you know, eat the greens that they're supposed to work out how they're supposed to go to work, how they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, it all comes back to how are you going to persuade yourself to do better? And that's, that's right. what I reflect on the most. And then 30 minutes is what can I do to make sure that I make an impact today that may last forever. Look at that mental health. Mental health is healthy. Yes. And please be sober when you try to have mental health. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That is healthy. That is mental health. That's mental strength. Um, I can't leave that all to myself. Um, I owe a great deal of um, those items being delivered to me from my mentor. Um, Mm -hmm. I have been mentored for about um, five years now, and a lot of it comes from my work life. Um, I don't want to use his name, uh, but he has been sober for 15 years. Um, Congratulations. And that's respect. Works in the same line of work as me and um, always pulls me aside and critiques me, um, no matter if it went good or if it went great. Um, because there's always another pinnacle to reach. And That's if right. A, if there's another way you could have said it, if there's another way you could have discussed it, is, is there another way you could have slowed down the situation before you reacted to it? Um, I get all that from my mentor. So I'm just giving it all back it. out to you guys. I love it. I love it. And you know what? The persuasion, that mental persuasion. And you made me think about something. Because it's even like, like you said, it's with anything. If you, I need to eat some greens. If, if you really want to better yourself, if you're really trying to get it, whether you in college and you like, I do not feel like doing this paper. I do not feel like studying. It's that mental mm-hmm. persuasion. 
Mm-hmm. You'll do what you got to do. Let me go ahead and get this grade. Like if you're trying to get whatever kind of hit it is you're trying to get, whether it's a substance, whether it's a promotion at work, whether you're trying to reach a weight goal or whatever, it's that mental persuasion. Mm-hmm. Mm, time bomb. You done blew up. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Like you could that. get a whole hell of a lot more people to follow you, to listen, to uh, react to any given situation that you may put in the forefront with honey, man. Not yes. everything don't have to be negative, man. We can talk about addiction. That's not a negative thing, man. You probably, grew up, you probably grew up in it. Let's talk about it. I've even seen, I ain't gonna put my family out there, but I'm like, you know how Kent Williams, when he was like talking about the celebrity parties, he's yep. like, you yep. know, I could see you. That's why, like, as a kid, I'm looking at some of my folks, like, you know, I could see you. <laughs> <But> yeah, <laughs> like, you know, I could see you. We sitting right here, like, I know what I see. I ain't but seven years old. I can see you. It ain't but 5.30 p.m. I see what you're doing. But yeah, we all grew up in it. Now speak on it. Why Why is it not negative? Explain that so people can know. It is not negative because you did not self-reflect before you went and talked about it. Man, that dude came into work late 95 times in the last six months. Did hmm. you know that his parents passed away? Did you know that his car hmm. broke down? Did you know he's been taking the bus for three weeks? Do you know hmm. any of that? No. Hmm. You guys leave open-ended questions and want to. You want to entertain a topic, and you ain't ready. And you ain't ready for it. Yeah, you ain't ready. But you yeah, quick to judge. You, like, oh yeah, they they so popping negative. that pill. Yep, yep. They hitting this. They smoking this. But look at what you never know what somebody's going through. You never know what the mental health is with with somebody else. That's absolutely right. You can't even tell me what you had for breakfast this morning. What makes you think you could tell me what he had? That part. Mm-hmm. You know what I had for breakfast? I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> I had some little mini little chocolates. I was like, I'm about to go ahead and burn it off. It's all right. But yeah, that's true. And that's though. your kingdom, man. You made See, it. You can have kingdom. chocolate for breakfast. That's, I was like, man, I don't do this every day, but I'm gonna go ahead and get the party going. <laughs> <laughs> I brush my teeth. I floss everything. I'm going to get the party going. I love it. I love it. What 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 advice? And I said this. I, I offer this to anybody when I speak about mental health and everything. I just say, what advice would you put out to anybody? We you know with just men, women, people in general, fathers, husbands. You know, you know, spouses, coworkers, managers. What advice or wisdom would you put out to anybody about mental health? If you've been working on something, if you've been dealing with something, if you got dirty laundry in the closet, if you got skeletons in the closet, um, mm-hmm. and you're trying to process all those emotions and all those things that are attached with that, and you can't seem to do it alone. And yeah. I know for a fact, as men, we will solve it all by ourselves. It will be mm-hmm. the most ass backwards way, but we'll figure it out. You'll figure uh, it out. Stop doing that. Mm-hmm. Stop doing yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, please Speak stop up. Doing Say, that. look, I don't know how to do it. Yeah. I need help. Raise your damn hand. I mean, I don't know. Again, another thing that's perceived as neg- negative, you know, something you've been doing every day your whole life and you feel like you've been doing it the right way. That don't mean it's the right way. 
somebody else might have a better way for you to perceive it a better way for you to understand it but you have to ask for help that's right and be coachable one thing i said allow yourself to be coachable Mm -hmm. the squeaky wheel gets the grease man if you're constantly in my ear telling me i got this going on i got this going on i can't do this i can't do that i need this i need that as as an individual who cares if i Mm -hmm. can't remove the obstacles and barriers for you to be successful then i I shouldn't even have picked up the phone so when you call somebody and you ask for help if you feel like you ran into a brick wall even though you made the attempt to reach out to somebody but they weren't able to give you the answers keep going because somebody's Mm -hmm. got the answers for you and stop trying to problem solve on your own yeah because there's somebody for everybody some somebody i feel like somebody can help you in some kind of way absolutely i mean Mm -hmm. you could go you could some of us could go to a doctor and talk to a doctor and put it all out there on the table and leave because you got all the baggage off your shoulders and feel better and it and it might go away after that some of us just can't stop there you have to keep going because that ain't the answer you were looking for yep i know i've done it like this ain't for me let me go try this therapist i don't i ain't feeling right with this one let me go try this one let me go talk to this preacher let me go talk to that one. let me go journal let me go cry let me let me increase my zoloft uh uh milligrams you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. yep. let me figure it out because i was i was mental health i was damaged and i'm still i'm still a work in progress but you know what i figured it out i'm still learning and i ain't stopping trauma mm. don't trauma don't go away it you don't. just you just cope with it differently, mm-hmm. and it, your coping mechanism may change from day to day. I don't know. That's right. Because who I knows tomorrow? Some, somebody's got the answer for you. Stop yep. worrying about everything and focus on that one thing you know that you want to fix in your life. Yep. Don't focus do on the ten things. One thing at yep. a time. One thing at a time. Oh, I love you, brother. Mm, Tom Bob just blew up for y'all during Men's Mental Health Awareness Month. This Sunday, fun day, your favorite trainer, twerking trainer, Southern Bell. Tom, my brother, thank you so much for joining. You a blessing. Absolutely. And thank you so much. Also, Again, I love the of energy. Course, of course. And also, I want to give you another shout out and congrats on, you said seven months being clean? Seven months on the 29th. Yep. On the 29th. Happy anniversary. Okay, you know what? I'm going to bring you one of them sandwiches that I made for your wife the other day. Man, Y'all, prayers to, look, prayers, to, <laughs> prayers to my girl, Ivis. That's his wife. She had a little procedure the other day, but she is blessed. She is good. And I made her some sandwiches and I had to bring her some more the other day. And he was like, I ain't going to lie. I took a little bite. So on the 29th, I'm going to bring you some sandwiches, brother. I'm all ears. I'm all ears. I love them. Yes, thank you, thank you. Be blessed. Thank y'all again. Sunday, fun day. Men's mental health awareness. Y'all, we're going to speak about it. We're going to live it up and we're going to help bless some people. Be blessed. Take care.